my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back to another episode of Big Money Energy, where we talk to super successful and self-made people to find out exactly how they did it, how they went from nothing to something. Today, I am joined by none other than Kirk Meyer's Dog Pound Gym. We talk about a lot of different things, the creation of the brand, but his story is so interesting. Dog Pound is a really, really cool and real-time example of how you take an industry that has existed for a long time. You're not reinventing the wheel. What you're doing is you're bringing that personal experience to the forefront and making it about the absolute best customer service. Now let's get into it. Welcome to another episode. Take me back to like personally. So you were born in Missouri? Yes, good call. Yeah, um, yeah Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. Uh, yes, so born there and I lived there uh, until I was 30, actually. Yeah. So I love Kansas City. Uh, other than the Chiefs, I actually don't. Like the Chiefs <laughs> was kind of ironic because I'm a Raiders fan. Yeah. But I do love Kansas City. And you, um, did you go to college? Yes. So 
I went to, the first school I went to was very hard to get into. It's called Blue River Community College. Okay. Not a lot of applicants. Got it. <laughs> no, so I mean, it was just a community college. Yep. So like basically I made terrible grades in high school, barely graduated for the most part. And then I made straight A's and community college. So, uh, so then I got a, a scholarship to go to a four-year school. Nice. And so I graduated from University of Missouri, Kansas City. Nice. What year? Shit. <laughs> uh, it's like 2002 or three. Okay. Because I got sick during that time period. So it's kind of... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's all vague and kind of blank all, together. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, of a blur at times. So. And what did you want to do when you graduated? I was originally going to be an elementary teacher. So my dad's an elementary principal. Yep. My mom used to be a teacher. I just wanted to do something that was rewarding. Yeah. And so I had worked at like this after school program like part-time, like when I was in high school. And, and so I really liked it cause it was fun. Yeah. Right. And my dad was a principal. Yeah. I was terrible at, um, managing though, like the kids. I was like, they would walk all over me, <laughs> which is somewhat similar to, uh, dog pound <laughs> employees sometimes, but it is like, uh, the, the managing part has never been like my, um, passion or love. Sure. But anyways, I was, so I was going to be an elementary teacher Yeah. throughout the way. Like, uh, I, I got sick. So I used to be really uh, chunky. I, I think yeah. you know this, right? How much did you weigh at the the peak there? I kind of quit weighing in at over the 300 pound barrier. Yeah. <laughs> so stop checking. Stop checking. Yeah. So, uh, so I would say like, you know, a little over 300 pounds, okay. but I'm only five foot five, you know, uh, on a good day. <laughs> so I mean, I'm pretty short. So, uh, so basically this is when I was 16 or so. Yeah. So I was pretty uh, chunky and I was pretty like chunky most of my life, but it really, I started packing on the pounds, putting on the carbs uh, in, in high school, <clears throat> mostly with chocolate milk Got for it. the most part. Lots of chocolate milk. Lots of chocolate milk, like a, an outrageous amount <laughs> of chocolate milk. So I would drink up to two gallons a day, Ooh. actually. Yeah. So, Got it. but I thought it was, it was skim chocolate milk. Okay. So in the Midwest. Yeah. The you time, thought that that was like just non-fat, super simple. Yeah, totally. Yeah. The, re the results didn't look like that, <laughs> but, uh, but there's a ton of sugar, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So are, are you okay talking about your, your illness? Sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. Some of my, uh, the worst things that have happened to me have been the best things that sure. could have happened to me. So, um, I graduated community college, yep. got my associate's degree, right. And I moved, actually went to Southwest Missouri state, which is now called Missouri state. When I was there, I started like, um, I thought I had like mono basically because sure. I started sleeping a lot. Yeah. I started coughing a lot. Yeah. Right. And I, was, and I didn't really know what was wrong, but my roommate, you know, called my parents and they kind of like kidnapped, <laughs> kidnapped me and saved me. So, um, so I went to the hospital, right. And they, um, they said I had a cardiomyopathy, which is an enlarged heart and congestive heart failure. So that was actually a total blessing in disguise because, the, you know, I was, overweight. I wasn't really that confident. Right. Yep. And, uh, and so it's like, that was a shocking moment. Right. But then I was kind of, uh, forced to lose the weight. So I'm lucky. Cause a lot of people like, basically they have to just kind of set their own discipline to lose weight. But I was kind of like, you're just live or die. Yeah, basically. So that actually, uh, really pushed me to lose the weight in specific, like watching my food and changing my diet and then just changing my lifestyle. And so, but over the course of six months or so, I started feeling a little bit better. And then I just started walking, right? And that was kind of meditative 
for me. And then I started doing the gym, which I did in high school. It just was like more um, uh, powerlifting sure. style. So this was like just a different style of training. So then I learned uh, how to do that. And then I really learned a lot about uh, food, right? So just like anything in life, like I started gaining momentum, right? And I think momentum is key with most things, right? It's just like yeah, yeah. your career, like you do one thing and at least the next, the next. So I lost 10 pounds and I lost 20 pounds, right? And then 40 and then people are starting to compliment you and then you feel better. And so it just kept kind of- You started growing that confidence like totally. a little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit. And then so it just started steamrolling then to the point where I'd lost over a hundred pounds, right? Crazy. And you did this all from walking and going to the gym and watching what you eat. Yes. Yeah. So, and it, it happened, it took, uh, it doesn't, it took a while. It took a little over two years Yeah. and I was pretty young. So that probably helped me. Right. Yeah, so sure. it was like from 21 to 23. Gotcha. And so what had happened is I was going to school to be an elementary teacher. So I decided to, um, switch it. Yeah. I decided to, my friends were asking me how I lost weight. So I started helping them. Right. And then I just realized it was super rewarding. Like they're almost proud of you for helping them lose yeah, weight. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, so yeah, so then I decided to become a trainer. So got it. Um, and that was pretty much right out of college. And how'd you figure out like how to charge people, especially because a lot of your first clients were, were friends. I've always been bad about that, including now, right? I really have been because, but the money always flows if you're doing something you love and you're doing it at high quality. And that's, that's always been my mentality and it's always worked. Right. Yeah. So because what happens is you get, uh, referrals. Yeah. Right. So, and other people want to be a part of it. <clears throat> yes. So it, it almost doesn't even matter of who you're copying, whether they're known or they're, they work at the deli down the street. Right. It's like when someone makes results, people start talking about it. People ask about it. Yeah. Success and then, begets success. Yeah. Then friend, you get friends and, and other people tend to, to start then asking you how much it is. And then, and then you don't really know them. So then you can charge them like a uh, fair rate, you know? So Got it. yeah, so that's kind of how it all worked. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you a hundred dollar credit on your next ad campaign. Go to LinkedIn.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's LinkedIn.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. And so how did you get to New York? Seems like your life was pretty great. You were set. You lost all that weight. You're in Missouri. You're you're helping everyone in Missouri lose weight. It was um, until mid, I would say late 20s. Yeah. I got kind of like uh, uh, cocky, right? Like I have no idea why because I'm a... I don't know how trainers get cocky, but but I did myself. So now I, I kind of realized that, right? My um, ego got to me a little bit because uh, when, when you were in Missouri, yes, which is I know that I know it's Kansas City, Missouri, but but what happens is for the first time I was like um, dating girls, right? And then I, then like I was going out, sure, uh, and I start I was starting to party, right? And I had like a fancy car, a nice car, and I had like this nice loft, right? And so basically like. I was trying to be someone I uh, wasn't, right? I was trying to be cool. Uh, sure. I mean, I like not thinking that who I was was cool, if that makes sense. Well, you also some- were a totally different person than the person you grew up as. Yes, and then people treat you differently, Yeah, which is amazing, but that doesn't mean you should change who you are, right? I mean, yeah. of course we should all grow and change and learn, but I think I was trying to be um, like a party guy or something right so i started going out a lot so which is not good for me because i have like a very uh passionate i used to call it addictive personality but but it is it is just passion right it's like i get really into things without even realizing it sure uh chocolate milk is an example right um losing weight is an example working you know i work all the time like i'm just totally into it Tattoos is an example. I get really into things, which is great if it's something good. But uh, if it's drugs and partying, it's not so good, uh, especially if you've had current, uh, past heart, heart problems, issues, yeah. and you're trying to build a career. Right? Both those things tend to crumble if you do a lot of drugs. So, um, yeah. So basically, I I, I started. Um, I got sick again. Basically, same when, heart. Yeah, but this time. It was worse, right, in theory, right? Um, so this one I was 30 because I, I have congestive heart failure. So they said I was in the fourth stage of it, which is like the last stage, right? So they would say I needed a heart transplant. Ugh. And my it's called an ejection fraction. It was super low. It's like how your heart pumps. Yeah. Yeah, and I couldn't work, right? I didn't have health insurance. Um, I was in the ER for like 13 or 14 days, right? And so... I came out thinking I would just bounce back, but it just never really happened. So 
Um, I, you know, I, I basically lost everything I had. I mean, I'd saved up a decent amount of money for me. It wasn't that, I mean, it's all perspective, right? But for me, it was a lot of money. I kind of blew through that. Just with like the hospital bills. That and also like, I really, honestly, not to be dramatic, I just didn't know how much time I had left and I didn't really care at that time, you know? So, cause I lost my car, I lost my place, right? Uh, you know, I was really sick. So I moved in with my sister uh, and I moved to Memphis, uh, Tennessee. So anyways, so I was there. I was there for about a year and I started feeling better. So uh, so Kip um, had lived in New York for like 10 years or 11 years. And we yeah. had gotten in a fight when I got really sick because uh, he's my older brother and he's like protective. Yeah. And, and like so we had gotten in a fight. So we had been in better terms, but not great. I was still at this time period in my life. I'm just trying to, uh, you know, Get do stuff do, together. Totally. And do yeah. things like, you know, like uh, relationships that I, uh, that were important. I was trying to uh, bring them back. Right. So I moved here for, I was only going to be here for two or three months. I just didn't want to move back to Kansas City quite yet. Yeah. Right. So you no just one, came here to like switch it up a little bit. See yes. your brother, stay here. And no one wanted me to move here, FYI. I mean, yeah, especially with your history. No, yeah. you'd probably say, like, don't go to New York. No, everyone. The one place you don't go to. Anti this for sure. I also did had zero dollars, right? Mm -hmm. That's also not very helpful when you move to New York. But my sister had got, given me, you know, $300 or so. And like, uh, she got me this membership to this meditation place um, right. that, that you could do all the time. So I would do that all the time. Um, and you and, just crashed with your brother? And then my mom actually had a, uh, someone that, because she has like an orphanage in Africa. That's a whole other story. Yeah, but yeah. She had a place that was kind of given to her part-time. Okay. So I actually stayed there uh, initially. And then I, then I would, after that, I kind of stayed with my brother for a little bit. Got it. Um, but basically after the three months, I started feeling better. So then I decided to train. And so what gym did you go to first? So at first, um, I, the irony is I got a job at David Barton gym, Yeah. but they wanted me to work. And the other irony is they wanted me to work, uh, full time. Yeah. Right. Which like, uh, if, if, if you know me, I, I usually like full time is no problem. Right. Yeah. But I was like, no, it's too, it's too much. Right. Cause I, cause I couldn't commit to it. I didn't know how long I was going to be gonna here. Stay in New York. Yeah, yeah. How, you know, I was just kind of getting my health back. So. I ended up getting a job at a small gym. It was more of like a, a you know, boutique gym. Was that the superstar gym? No, that was prior to that. Prior to that. It was, a different, it was a different gym um, uh, in Soho. And I just started working part-time. Sure. A couple of days a week. And of course, that became five days a week. And it became every day a week. And then, um, you know, uh, soon I was like, um, like one of the head trainers, right? This is like within a pretty quick... Um, Within a year, I would say. But you still didn't have it in your mind to start a business or do anything. No, were, I was just you were trying. here like buying time, doing personal training because that's what you. Yeah. yeah, my goal was just I love training and it made me feel good. I just wanted to do it right. Why do you think some of those early clients in that gym in Soho took to you as a guy from Kansas City, Missouri, who was just sort of here figuring things out? I think one is because I was genuine. Two is because I was passionate and I really actually uh, wanted to 
help help people, right? So like if you came to me about training, I would be totally into it, right? So we'd set goals and we'd set like um, make sure you're accountable and like got it. And so people liked you. Yes. So I think I think that's mostly mostly it. people can tell if you're really into something. Sure. And so I think that's and training that's all the all the difference is being really nice. It's a service industry, right? Making sure you're accommodating what they want. I was renting space out of a bunch of gyms, right? So you kind of started your Kirk Myers Fitness. Yes, it was like the relaunch of Kirk Myers Fitness, right? And so you started a website. I started a website. And you just kind of put yourself out there as this personal trainer and you would work out with anybody anywhere. Were you going to people's houses and their apartments and stuff? Yeah, and I had uh, postcards that like Captain Kirk that were quite ridiculous. I really just wanted 10 clients, right? When I started on my own. You wanted 10 clients. That was it. I'd be totally happy. 10 clients. And I want to start a kids program. That was the two things. And so I wrote down a list and then I wrote down some dream list. And I knew that if I got a big name that would help, right? Because it gives you credibility. Yes. So I started like looking at other trainers that had gotten big names before. And like we kind of looked them up and how they did it, right? And so, but I really just wanted 10 clients. And you would meet them anywhere, any gym. Yes. You just wanted them under the Kirk Myers fitness brand. Yeah. So what, but what happened was like two clients came four, became eight, became 16. Really quickly, I had 30, 40 clients, right? By yourself? Yes. Because a part of it is like uh, stars aligning and putting it out there. I made these ridiculous postcards, right? I put them everywhere. Guaranteed no one signed up from these postcards, but (laughs) the fact that I was going out doing this, it was like I was taking action. Yeah, people saw it. And I want, yes. And like, it's also like a universe thing, right? Like I run into, you know, I ran into, I picked, so the irony is like Adam Geyer, you know, Adam Geyer. He started training with me because he saw me walk around the neighborhood. That's so funny. But the irony of Adam, right? Adam's partner, Jeff, knew Hugh Jackman's bodyguard, Brian. Yep. And so that's eventually how I started training Hugh Hugh Jackman, right? And Hugh Jackman was your first celebrity client. And that was the name that put you out there in the industry and in your client base. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that was uh, by far the biggest person, but I always knew, uh, and I would always say like these ridiculous things that looking back, I was like, well, what if I'm training Beyonce yeah. right? and the rock and they both come at the same time. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, you have <laughs> to have people to help you. Cause at that time I started hiring trainers to help. And like, uh, I had zero celebrity. I'm like naming like the biggest names. Right. But it is kind of crazy. Cause then, uh, we've had situations like this happen where two big people, right. Are, are like, in the super room at the same time. Totally. Or like booking the same thing. So, but, it, but, but Hugh is definitely the, 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 first big one and, and and such a big impact because he's so nice and and then he had friends yes and he brought them all but you got known around town as um as you know Hugh Jackman's trainer and you guys had this group and then other people yeah. would follow along who came up with dog pound so it was really kind of Hugh's thing cuz he would bring the dog he'd bring his dog to the workouts yeah right and so, so it's kind of like a, a joke. We're kind of like, yes. Like, so, uh, that group got known as the dog pound. It right? was the early morning David Barton in, yes. in the village yes. group. 
And so he would come, like Nigel, yeah, yeah. and sometimes bring his dog, right? Yeah, before he moved to the country. <laughs> yeah. Nigel Barker. Yeah. Yeah. Nigel's great. Dude, he was so nice and Nigel would just come around and like criticize everyone's triceps <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. he'd be like I'm so much stronger than I you mean, I mean I think a part of it was that was like a, it felt like a football team or something yeah. right or a, any type of sports team yeah right and and Nigel was the perfect person because he was picking on everyone he didn't care he didn't care who it was right <laughs> so I remember so. like meeting you the first time you're this guy uh you're covered in tattoos I was like, oh, that's cool. And then there's Hugh Jackman over there. I'm like, all right, so Wolverine's here. And then you've got Nigel Parker, um, uh, who's, you know, like one of the biggest fashion photographers in the world. And then it's like Tom Farley, the CEO of the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah. You know? And then you've got big traders over here. And then there's like a model over there. I'm like, what? What is happening right now? <laughs> like, this is not... This, yeah. this is not Equinox. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I think we've been so fortunate with... Uh, that's our biggest strength by far is our People. community, yeah. and our clients, right? Uh, and, and, and that's e- why I talk about Dog Pound a lot, right? Yeah. And building community, yeah. building community and community. And like, that's what makes the world go round. That's why cities exist, right? Totally. People like hanging around that group of people. And before you know it, they put a building up. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The other big thing for anyone that's that's watching or listening that doesn't know, I mean, dog, no one, I think maybe other than me, Dog Pound was not a gym where you just go and work out. Yeah. You go there to personal train. Yeah. That's it. You go there, you book a time, everyone clocks in, and you yeah. go personal train. So it's a personal training gym. Yeah. When we didn't want uh, 
memberships, right? Because then people are just kind of floating around, especially with um, uh, with privacy and right. Yeah. And I think even uh, that's to, a big business decision. I mean, you think with the gym. Yeah. Like if you think about the classic gym business model, yeah, you want a thousand gym memberships, right? Because you're collecting that revenue every month. But then you know they're not all going to come. It's going to totally. rain. Yeah. They're going to sleep in. Yeah. And so then you're just looking at kind of like you know cost per space and yeah. figuring out all of those KPIs and the metrics. And you probably took the riskier route of saying, "No, we're we're not going to take recurring revenue that way. We're just going to be totally." personal training, but we're also not going to give everyone the personal trainer they want every single time. Like that was the other thing that was a big thing there. It's like, yeah. well, I want to work out at 10. It's like, okay, well, you can't have him. We're going to give you, uh, you know, we're going to give you Christian, right? We're going to give you someone else. Yeah. And everyone sort of said, okay, if I work out here, that's how it's done here. And it's totally fine. Yeah. No. And, and I think like, and you I'll paid the trainer's salaries. Yes. You so, didn't pay them. They weren't like then incentivized by this or that. They come in. Yeah, they work, and that was they train to everyone. diffuse some of the uh, what I noticed. I was trying to at other gyms uh, yeah. be very innovative, and some of these things have worked. Some of them not as much as I would like, uh, but some of them I think that can be tweaks. But I think the goal of the right when we opened the gym, I think my confidence started. You know, I started raising the bar. The gym was never. Uh, it was always meant to be bigger than just the four walls of the gym. Sure. Right? So like, because uh, you can only make so much money from that anyways, even if you're making money off of every corner, right? Yeah. So I think a part of it is what I, I knew what we were good at and I wanted to stick with that. And if you like, you know, we did boxing classes. At, yeah, at the beginning. Initially, but but it would overcrowd the space, yeah. right? And the, the one-on-ones weren't as effective and people would complain, right? <laughs> so we we... Stop that. Took those away, right? So I think um, uh, uh, the one on one model, right? Uh, we've always kind of stuck to. And, and the, the irony is that actually definitely went in our benefit because now COVID hit, right? And like everything's one on one. Yeah, no, totally. So it's like, um, so we still have not executed on how to scale it, but we definitely have the vision on how to scale it. Just a matter of execution, and yeah. timing, and, and these things. But uh, but I guess to go back to your your that that business decision, I think, um, yeah, I was always pretty stubborn about that because, you know, even the people that had invested were trying to convince me. Do membership? Do otherwise? Membership. Yeah, yeah. And the the other thing I was stubborn about, which I'm uh, lucky to be stubborn about, it wasn't like I was uh, a genius by doing it. Just some of it was just. Good timing is, is I, I didn't want a bunch of dog bounce, right? Yeah. I didn't want to scale because everyone, when we started getting really hot, was like, okay, we're going to try to make 10 of these things, right? Yeah. But, uh, but I was always like, no, no, right? So we're very cautious on uh, opening. So yeah. how, many, how many fundraising rounds have you done now? So we did the, uh, uh, the angel round, right? It was actually called A, but it's really the angel yeah, yeah. round. So. Uh, and then I would call it uh, Series A to get LA. So those two, we had to do a note during uh, COVID, right, to just get a long runway and also to kind of help build out some of our um, uh, uh, digital, digital platform, yeah, right, sure. which we're, we're currently working on. And so we're about ready to do our biggest fundraise, which is super exciting. Uh, nice. Uh, you know, the, within um, the upcoming months, really. Nice. We, it may some of it maybe get pushed to quarter one, but it'll probably be within the next few months. 
you know, so. And so what's next for Dog Pound? What's next for Dog Pound? So we're opening, we're planning on opening in Doha, uh, Qatar before the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, so we're hoping. Uh, totally random third location, but no yeah. problem. <laughs> no, but, see, but I, I love. New York, to- LA, Qatar. <laughs> yeah, so, but I like doing things outside of the box, but. That is outside the box. Yeah. M- more importantly here. Like I would think you'd uh, say Miami. Yeah, that's a possibility, but um, personally, Doha all the way over Miami, over any yeah. any city, to be honest with you, because. And you have, you have Qatari investors? Uh, we do, but for me, it's not even that. It's not like they're begging us or making us go. I just really like it there, actually. Wow. Uh, I, the people there are so nice. Really the nice. community is so strong. Yeah. They're very smart. When you're that rich, um, it's easy to be that nice. <laughs> probably. But uh, I remember when I, the first time I was in the Middle East, not to get you off, like our driver was like, so what are the people here like? He's like, you have two types of people here, rich and super rich. He's <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, that's hilarious, actually. But the the uh, the people I know are are, are very very uh, good people, great people, uh, uh, and um, uplifting, right? And so, um, and also thinking about ways to improve all the time, and ways to ch- change things, and ways to to uh, to help the world, right? So, yeah. I also think that there um, we 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 can we can help some of the youth i mean the united yeah. states needs this as, as well yeah for sure uh, for sure so not still gotta open them. dog pound kids yes i think we can do stuff to help kids dog pound is not also just be clear it's not cheap it's, it, it, it's not cheap <laughs> yeah. how much does it cost to work out at at dog pound you know like um, if you go in there today like standard package which you have printed uh i know we bumped our rates up and it's so, it's so bad because i don't even know the exact <laughs> rates but i know it's a lot or it can be a lot yeah. because sometimes I've seen uh, the numbers over a course of time. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, like uh, people are really into this. <laughs> but I think it's like. You uh, charge a lot, but you, it's, it's like that, uh, you know, it's like the Joker in the dark night. It's like when you're good at something, don't do it for free. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But you ask a lot. You're, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's pricey, but then people pay it. Yeah. It's like if you build it, they will come. They will and come. And they will pay you. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming through. No, thank you. This is great. Big Money Energy is hosted by me, Ryan Serhant. It's produced by Mike Coscarelli and Joe Laresca and executive produced by Lindsay Hoffman. Find more podcasts like Big Money Energy on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.